Hi, I'm Becca Otis from Five Lines Pottery in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I'm Ryan Durbin from RD Ceramics located in Southgate, Kentucky. And welcome to Wheel Talk. Hey guys, we've loved answering all of your questions so far. If you'd like to hear your question on the podcast, please send them to us on Instagram at Wheel Talk Podcast or by email to wheeltalkpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Started. Started. We're live. <laughs> Did you get that Can tone you? when I sent that to you in the message today when you set your shop live? Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're live. We're live. I can't imagine if somebody's like listening to our podcast for the first time. They're like, you're not fucking live. <laughs> There's no live. Becca and I are live in the moment. That we are a live. Yes. We're alive. We're alive with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How's it going, me. Becca? <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of when I, I went to Christian school when I was younger. And I remember the song was like, Amen, Amen. I remember that song. Amen, 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 Hallelujah. Killing it with the lyrics. <laughs> That's the only lyrics that they had. <laughs> and they wonder why it wasn't cool. Oh, gosh. It wasn't cool to be in school. Anyway. I'm doing okay. <laughs> Did you sell all your cups? I think you're one. I, you got one left. I think I have one left. Um, which is very exciting because um, a lot of people didn't know this. Usually I, I am really real about why I'm selling things. But the reason that I went to your show this weekend, the Backyard Show, and the reason that I am selling these cups is because... We're going on a vacation next weekend, you, me, and Rachel. And I realized I needed money. Because <laughs> so, you're not going to be working for a straight week. Because I'm not going to be working for a week. So that's why these are being sold. Um, so, yeah, I've sold $544 today. Sweet. Not too shabby for five things. Yeah, I think I actually got a couple invoices paid today, so I might have made about four four hundred and fifty or something like that. Well, you know what? Life isn't a competition, Ryan. No, I'm just like <laughs> celebrating with you. I know. I'm actually very excited about that. And let's let let us also talk about because this applies to both of us, the show that we did together. Yes, we did. Together but separately. Together but separately. Um, Ryan's mother and father so graciously give up their backyard one day a year for a backyard art show. Yep, we call it the Backyard Craft Show. Second annual this year. Boom. And Ryan killed it. And so did a couple of the other vendors, apparently, which is great. I had the most white trash setup you could have. And I did okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, and for literally when we were coming back from the Berea show, 
we were talking about it and I was like oh yeah and that was two weeks ago like yeah maybe I'll make some cups and so I literally had two weeks of work so I can't believe that was only two weeks ago I know wow yeah it was so funny I um because I had that sign that said basic cups and fancy cups and people kept looking (laughs) at the at the wine glasses and they're like why are these basic and why are these fancy (laughs) (laughs) Did, did they pick up the fancy ones yeah, they did. And then I told them how much they were, and then they, like, gingerly set them down. They're like, I don't want to hold something that could break and cost me $100. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely not a fancy cup show, for sure. No, it was not. It was, it was not. craft, backyard craft. It was so craft, backyard craft, which is totally fine. Those fancy cups expect... are more for, like, an art show. Right, I didn't expect any of them to sell, and I sold one to your mom, so I exceeded my expectations. Yep, she had her pick. I'm guessing she waited till the very end of the day. She did. Yeah. Well, yeah, and she looked at your dad and she goes, so uh, are you going to buy me one of those cups? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, he didn't pick. She picked, right? She picked. Okay, yeah. But he bought it. Oh, he did? Okay. Nice. Well, I mean, she did, but he did. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. How did you do? I sold really well. I, my... Square report is taking forever to load. I'm trying to see how much I actually sold. I think it's, I think it was fourteen hundred. Nice. Yeah. Uh, net was fourteen hundred. So. Yeah, pretty good. I think last year I sold. Let's see, what was it last year? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I think it was like. I don't think I broke a thousand. Let's see. Last year was 8.06. Dang. So, 1,400 oh, wow. to 8, 8.06 to 1,400. Nice. I made, in Square, I made $180. Um, but we counted it up, and over cash in Square and Venmo, I made about 600 we think. And I made 600 but I also... <laughs> made the trade of the of the century (laughs) oh yeah you want to talk about what you got i got a handmade leather apron that thing was nice and i traded it for nine cups and you probably would have given away more than nine cups for that i would have you're traded more than nine cups for that you know actually that wasn't the best trade i've ever done the best have you do you trade at all do you trade very much not much i mean who initiate who initiated that trade was it you or well she came over patty came over and she was looking at all the stuff she's like i love these so much she goes i think i'm gonna buy some and i go you know we could trade too and she looked at me and she was like oh yes (laughs) (laughs) and i was like but your stuff is more expensive so i'm willing to like pay some money if you want, you know, half trade, half money, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, you go over there and look. And she was so nice. She's so nice. Yeah. And um, and I think I, like, I found the most, the cheapest expensive thing, which was an apron. I had been eyeing those aprons anyway. Yeah. They look and really so, and nice. She, yeah. And you she got. Good selection of them, too. I think there were four different yeah. ones or something to pick from. Yeah. Bob and Oscar 
leather goods. Look them up. Right, Bob and Oscar. I, I think the company name is Bob and Oscar USA. Bob and Oscar USA, yeah. On Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, he makes all of them. I, I was curious how that worked. If I know she probably does more of the business stuff and all that, but like with her helping him with the business versus like him being the the maker of it, or if yeah. he doesn't care as much about the money side of it. Of yeah, like, I don't know. I'm trading away this thing that I made versus like she's getting uh, something, but they. Oh, married, she definitely, so. she definitely was like, I have to ask my husband if he's okay with trading these. Yeah. Right. So, um, but yeah. Um, oh, the best trade that I've ever done though, by far, by far was like four years ago at art in the park. There was this glass artist and I used to stay at her house sometimes and she had this mid-century modern chair and it was from Sweden oh. and oh, I tried. I traded her. I remember the first time I ever went in, went to her house. I saw the chair was in her front room, and I sat. I was like, "Can I sit in this chair?" And she's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Yeah." None of my kids like it. Fred hates it. They're her husband, and uh, she's like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do with it." I was like, "If you ever get rid of it, I will take it." And she was moving, and she goes, "Becca, I'll tell you what. I really." love to give you this chair and i really want some mugs will you make me some mugs i made her eight mugs oh my gosh for a chair that when i got it home we found the tag and it's valued at like thirty two hundred dollars holy shit that is a trade so do you still have that chair i do not have the chair however a friend has the chair and i have first right of refusal if he ever gets rid of it did you just not you couldn't move it or like yeah, it when fit I with moved, a move or what? When I moved out of my house, I didn't have a space to put it, and so I gave it. I let a friend indefinitely borrow it, essentially, oh. who I knew would love it. So you just still as technically own it? Technically, I still own it, I suppose. Like, do you wish you had it f- in your apartment right now? Would it fit yeah. nicely in your apartment? It would. It would fit wonderfully. In oh, my you should have been like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Before I leave Washington, there's I one request. Did. I almost did. I need that I was, chair. <laughs> it was very close. But I have another chair. And, you know, and what was re- really cool about this chair is that it's a high back chair. And it's a recliner. It's like oh. super sleek. and it's But it's like the weirdest recliner ever. It's so cool. It's so cool. But she reupholstered it. She like reupholstered it. And it, the reupholstery was terrible. So, oh. um, so it was like striped green. So, like, I would have reupholstered it anyway, and, and my friend has talked about it, like, turning it into, like, a mustard yellow, and I was like, yes, please. Um, wow. But, yeah, that was that was the best trade I've ever done. Yeah, that's pretty great. great. And it was more of, like, a love trade, you know? She knew that I loved that chair. Yeah. She knew you were going to love it more mm-hmm. than her. And I do. Her and I still or do. Their and the person that has whoever. it loves it just as much as I do. Nice. You know? Okay. So... Yeah, I don't really trade a lot. I usually let them initiate it. I feel a little icky sometimes asking to trade because I can mm. afford to pay for stuff. Yeah, so that makes sense. So if I can afford it, it feels a little bit like I'm a cheap ass, which I am. But You are, but sometimes trading is fun. Yeah. Like, it's I fun usually, for both people. I usually only trade with other potters, though. Yeah. Not that I... Just because I... I don't know. I don't... Like, we share a connection of, like, what goes into the process. So we're kind of trading yeah. the similar level of effort sometimes versus, like, I don't really know what goes into printmaking. So, like, 
I mean, I don't know what went into all that work to do that linoleum cut right. that I thought was really cool. Like, totally. You know, I mean, I would be fine with it if they initiated it, if we both right. liked each other's stuff. And also, I would feel a little bit weird if, like, Rachel really liked something and they wanted to trade and, like, I traded my pottery for, like, a purse that Rachel was going to get. That would feel a little bit weird. That's why I was asking about the, like, trading an apron that he made for cups oh, that yeah, she's yeah, yeah, going to totally. get his wife. Yeah, but. He, yeah, she definitely asked. Yeah. So and I and and she got the cups for the purpose of like having them as gifts for like Christmas. So mm-hmm. I mean nine cups, nine. Yeah, that's, that's, a, lot. that's a good. And they're <laughs> and they're all different colors and stuff, so she can pick and choose and. Yeah. So. Yeah. So good show. I'm. I've got a sigh of relief that it's over because it's just all this I'm work sure. building up to it. It happens. That day felt like it was forever. I feel like I was going from. I started at like 6.45 in the morning and then didn't get done packing up until, I don't know, what was that, like 6 maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Like it felt like forever. I mean, I was kind of the last one packed up, but that was just because I was yeah. kind of hanging out a little bit at the end. Yeah. But, whew. I know. Like, I was sleeping downstairs and you like barreled downstairs to take a shower at like 6.30 and I was like, holy cow, he's up so early. I could not <laughs> sleep. I got like three good hours of sleep. I mean, I probably got the same amount of sleep, but that's just because I went to sleep really late. Yeah. I just, I'm not typically a toss and turner and like things running through my mind. I guess it's because I typically watch a show for 20 minutes and it like empties my brain of just things to worry about. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I've tired myself out and then I'm just going to go. But I had other stuff. I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, I got to get up this early because people could get here. And then I got to make sure I do the live video on Facebook and the live video on Instagram. And I got to find time to set my booth up and make sure the Kona ice truck has space to get there and yeah. all that. Yeah. All the things that go across when you're selling in the show and you're organizing the show. It's like, oh. But come to think were... of it, I traded with almost everybody there. Really? Mm, a lot of them. At least four. <laughs> At least four. <laughs> and there were ten there total, including yourself. And you, and, and I would I never trade with you. Yeah. Or Rachel, I wouldn't trade with Rachel. Or Rachel's dad. So you trade with basically everybody but yourself, me, Rachel, and Rachel's dad. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I didn't trade with the, the lady that was selling all the fur stuff. The fiber stuff. Or... Or Kylie, because I feel like... So then you only traded with three people. Traded with four people. I traded with the wood people, Matt uh, Matt and Sarah, and then I traded with Amruta, and then I traded with... um, Darty. Darty, and then I traded with... Bob and Oscar. Yeah, Bob and Oscar. Okay, I guess that was four. <laughs> she just stuck her tongue out at me for those listening. Okay, so, wait. What are we doing? Oh, I found a listener question, but you were going to read. Yeah, so I picked out some stuff from the survey that we sent out a long time ago. I don't even remember when we actually sent this out, but we had people fill out a survey. And then there was a question on here, just for fun, if you had anything... If you could have a say anything anonymously on the podcast, what would it be? So I picked out a couple that I think are kind of funny or just 
one of them's kind of nice, and then the other one's funny. So the first one is, I wish for everyone to be their, tr their true and authentic selves. Speak your real truth, no matter any outside influence. I believe this will lead to a better world. That is nice. That's, like, so sweet. <laughs> no phonies up in here. No phonies. And then the other one is funny. It says, for all the video makers, I'm here for pottery. I don't need your nipples in the frame. Put on a shirt <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh, that's great. I don't need your nipples in the frame. <laughs> oh, my God. We provide nippleless pottery. <laughs> uh, oh, that's great. I won't even wear tank tops. I'm like, no. I was freaking packing up for the show, and you were like, how are you not hot? And like, I was sweating because I was like wearing this button up shirt. And Becca's it was like, super hot. It was like 90 or something. I was pretty hot. Becca's like, if I were a guy, I would have taken my shirt off way long ago. I'm like, I'm not like a take my shirt off kind of guy. So, like, no. Like, I'm just going to sweat, and we'll be good. I got a cloth here to wipe my And your dad, your, your dad was like, I fucking take my shirt off when it's 50 degrees outside and I have to mow the lawn. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you do, Carl. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> How you came from Carl, <laughs> I have no idea. I need some more Carlos critiques in the hopper. I don't have any. I know. I should have got some this weekend. Okay, I have also have a question. A short question. Uh, what's the biggest mistake you have made that ended up being your best success by accident? Alright, I'll just choose an easy one because it's kind of recent and relevant. It wasn't exactly my mistake, but I kind of take it as my mistake. Um, so my assistant last year glazed something with the wrong glaze combo, and it turned out to be really cool. So I usually jot down the glazes with a pencil on the cups and whatever, and there was a misreading of a JG for Joe's Green for a JT, which is Juicy Turquoise. Mm -hmm. So it got glazed with the wrong combo with Juicy Turquoise and then Floating Blue, and it came out pretty cool. So I started using And now that's one of your that. more popular glazes? I mean, it's it's like up and coming. Like, blues it's and greens always do well. So yeah. Joe's Green and Floating Blue are a better combo that sell better, but the Juicy Turquoise is like, eh, it's slowly working its way. Yeah. So it's like a fun happenstance that i would not because i like i've done all the glaze combos with the test tiles and stuff but i rarely go into those test tiles at this point and say you know what i just feel like finding a new glaze combo and like phasing one right. out so yeah that's uh it's it's kind of a way to force me into something that i didn't plan for and then it's like eh, let's roll with it but i yeah tend to not like get rid of glaze combos which i should probably do more research and like phase some out so it saves myself me some work down the road <laughs> but yeah slowly um yeah mine's pretty much this it's the same but not um because it did involve somebody else 
We're just going to use employees as our mistakers. Because um, we don't make mistakes. We don't make mistakes. No. <laughs> um, one of the people that was helping me accidentally put cobalt in the uh, recipe instead of copper. And it made the light blue glaze that I have. Oh, like a cobalt oxide instead of a copper oxide or yeah. cobalt carbonate instead of... Cobalt carb instead of copper Ooh, that's an expensive so, mistake. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, <laughs> but it worked out really well. <laughs> Isn't cobalt carb the kind that's like purpley when it's in raw form? It's magenta. Magenta, okay. And, and then the copper carb is bright 25, green, like neon it's green. Like, it's, no, 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 it's like 40 bucks a pound. Yeah, that shit's expensive. Especially if you get it from somebody who sources it ethically. You know. We had a similar Which issue with... I think we had a similar one with cobalt oxide versus copper oxide or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, she accidentally put in cobalt instead of copper, and it turned out to this beautiful, like, light blue. And um, it became one of my, like, best-selling colors. So Nice. And I got rid of the dark cobalt altogether. It was, it, it, it was an expensive mistake, but also it ended up it ended up saving me a bunch of money because... I was using so much cobalt in my previous, the blue glaze. Mm-hmm. And um, it really was just so one-dimensional. Like, you couldn't put anything over it. You could only put stuff under it. Like, you yeah. could only put it over something. And then, um, but and so we used basically an eighth of the amount of cobalt in the new glaze. Is that because you used, because there's something different between, like, an o- a cobalt oxide versus a cobalt carbonate. Like, one of them is stronger than the other. And I don't one of them's cheaper than the other. I don't other. know that answer. I think an oxide is less strong than a carbonate or the other way. One of the two. And then, like, one of them costs more. So it's like, hey, if you can figure out the right percentages, then you could save money with a different colorant. But yeah, we had a similar mistake with my juicy turquoise. Got mixed up, and instead of using a green uh, copper colorant it was a cobalt colorant i think it was cobalt oxide which is black instead of a copper carbonate or a copper oxide or something like that okay so cobalt oxide needs 1.5 percent of cobalt carbonate equivalent so so use less of the oxide and you need more of the oxide more of the oxide okay so 1.5 times more of the oxide than the carbonate okay and i would suspect the oxide is cheaper mm. probably i've never used oxide i've always used carbonate hmm. that's why i'm a little bit curious of i've never gone into this but doing the whole like you've done this because you use the same base glaze for your old glazes like you would use the same base and then use the different colorants but yeah. i've never done that so i just keep using the same exact glaze recipes that i have and i just have more raw materials because i've never done that experimentation of like i really like this base glaze let's see if i change this colorant and just see what happens because that's just gonna throw all my other stuff out of whack or i'll just add another colorant to the mix and i never get rid of an old color glaze color so yeah it's like eh, i don't know what goes into that 
Okay, this is what Digital Fire says about Cobalt. Fuck, I lost it. Well, I lost it. You know what I hate is when Google, like, shows you a little snippet and you, like, click it, but then you never see that snippet ever again. You know what you I'm talking when about? when you go back to Google or when you click into that link and you're like, oh, it's on this page somewhere. How do I find it? Yeah, that. That. It's like, how do you find it? Okay. Do you know how to find it? Command F and then type in the string of what you're looking for. Go back to Google, see what the... I got it. I got series it. Of, I got okay. it. Jesus. There's some things that I just get used to using on a daily basis because I'm on the computer all day, every day, that I, like, Command-C and Command-V. Like, I tell Rachel that, and she's, like, right-clicking to copy and paste, and I'm like... I do that, but... Use the Command-C oh, and Command-V. Contains. I can't find it. It's not here. It's not fucking here. It could be that it's hidden or it's like you got to scroll down and it's like an infinite scroll and it keeps loading stuff. Maybe it's not. I don't know. That's all right. This is dumb. Dumb. We can move past it. Can I just also say that cobalt is like a base glaze? If you just have like a regular cobalt glaze that's just like blue is the most boring fucking glaze in the United States, in the whole world, in the whole fucking world. It is like <laughs> the most <laughs> boring ass predictable glaze on the planet. I agree, like just, but I do have a royal blue. blue. I do have a royal blue, but it looks good with the white. Blue. Did you did you like that shot glass with the white with it? Like, does that look a yeah, little yeah, better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like if you don't, if you mix it with something, it's fine. But I'm saying like just blue. Like, 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 even like some floating blues that come out like bright blue. I'm like, ah, there's not enough interest to it. Yeah, it's, it's just easy. fucking blue. It's like, <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, okay, was that made in like 1950? Like, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's so. Bleh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm mixing up that royal blue again. Or, yeah, my shiny blue glaze, and hopefully it'll be a little bit thinner than it is now because it's really thick. But we'll see. I, I hope it's a little bit more transparent because now it's really thick and there's like you can't see any texture through it. Yeah, I picked up a shot glass of Ryan's and. <laughs> Okay, first of all, the shot glass looks like a like a first year student threw it because it's so thick. <laughs> it's so thick that like it's because it, the glaze um, is so thick. Like the glaze occupies two times the width of the cup. <laughs> <laughs> like the thickness it was of like the a cup. half the inch glaze thick. on the inside and the outside is basically. <laughs> It was like a half inch thick, and, and the glaze on the outside and the inside were like an eighth. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And that glaze doesn't move. Like, it didn't run either, which is weird. It, like, barely ran, but it, it's not going to stick to this shelf. It'll, it'll be good for a Kurt's blob test. Oh, God. Okay, so we should probably start talking. This is kind of just a bullshit episode, but, um, like, us bullshitting, not it being bullshit. I mean, it could be bullshit, but, you know, we, you know whatever. 
Um, but we should talk about what we want to talk about today. I think it's going to be fun. Which is what? We, okay, this is Josh Hines, Joshua Hines' idea. I was talking to him before this podcast, and he said, pick your three most favoritest cups that you own that you did not make. He said it in those words, right? Your three yeah. most favoritest cups. He probably would have used correct grammar. Yeah. But um, and then tell us why you like them, what you may not like them, like about them, how, how they look. I think it'll be a fun exercise on explaining how something looks without people seeing them. Yes, I will be very descriptive. We are talking yeah. to the listeners out there. So. Oh, and. If you want, you can join our Patreon, and we'll put this up. We should put it up pretty soon when this it like video goes up. of this yeah. episode, and then you could see the cups. Yes, while we're talking through them. While we're talking about them. So um, I don't know what cups Ryan has. He knows what cups I have. So I do. Uh, mine's a secret. Got a secret? Can you keep it going? Oh, 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 oh. oh I had news that I didn't share with you. I forgot. What? What you that look? <laughs> no. Did you kill somebody? Like <laughs> no. Yes, I'm talking about it on this podcast. <laughs> no. Um I got a new iMac. No, you didn't. Did you get orange? I did or not. Blue? I got a, I got a blue one. Really? I just ordered it this weekend, yeah. Wait, is it gonna be there before you guys No, it's gonna be here the week after we get back. Oh, okay. I did get my, and I did the student thing. If you do the, if you get something from Apple now, they have, like, type in student discount or whatever. You just get it through their, like, education store. So I saved a little money. I still got the, like, Apple Care, but I also got a pair of the AirPod Pros. Hey! Discount. So I think it was, like, 90 bucks for them instead of, like, 250 So I got the AirPod Perfect. Pros. Perfect. Good, because you need some new ones. So we'll see how those go. Yeah, I was, like... The ones with just the charging case and they're just like one level better, the battery's probably not going to be much better than what my existing ones are over like a yeah. year's time. So, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so I'm we'll get so those here. We'll get that here in a couple weeks and then hopefully we'll be recording all the future episodes on that device. And we won't have to use a towel for the fan. Yes. I assume Yay. that will have better ventilation. I loved my iMac. Andrew has it now, but yeah, so it's gonna I be think super thin totally and nice. I wonder if I'll be able to use it. I wonder if I could use it on a daily basis with my MacBook Pro for work and use it as another monitor. You can. Okay. I think you can. It's a little bit of a setup, but you can. Also, very portable. Surprisingly portable. Yeah, it's it looks th like as thin as an iPad. Yeah, they're surprisingly pretty. That is so exciting. Okay, now now that no, nobody else cares about that probably but me, but um, <laughs> okay, so we're gonna talk about our cups. All right, who's starting? Um, you start. All right. I'm really excited. Are we gonna switch off? Yeah. All right. Number one. This is a mug made by Amelia Stamps. It is about five inches tall. Uh, three and a half inches wide at the lip, and then with the handle, it's maybe four inches wide at the top. With the handle, it's more of a tall cylinder shape, and it's got 
it's kind of what like a corset shape is that how you it looks would like a cupcake it looks like a like a decadent cupcake almost how would you explain the shape of the profile of it i think it's considered a corset where it yeah it, yeah it's kind of belly it's kind of choked in at the top and then it's got like a waistline yeah like a hip, and then it goes in long. narrower the bottom is narrower than the top um yeah. and then there's like a belly section and it's like pushed in with probably like a wooden knife and these little kind of bellied parts there we definitely for sure should actually put these pictures on our instagram yeah we'll put them in there when we actually do. so we need to remember to take pictures at the end of this yes um and her instagram is amelia stamps pottery yes with an a amelia yeah uh the glaze do we talk about the glaze it is actually this glaze i think is in the cone six john Britt book it's um it's a it's like a green celadon on the bottom which i really love celadons and it's i believe it's a porcelain clay so it's a white clay the celadon looks really nice on it the green and then she has wax resisted dots on the top section mm-hmm. and then i believe the purpley color is like a chameleon i think is what it's called but it's like a matte purple which is really nice yeah. and the polka dots are shiny yeah so the the wax kept the you know celadon glossy and like shiny and then when she dipped the matte glaze over it it's you know you got the dots of shiny in there so and then the green contrast the purple nicely so the inside's white and the handle is immaculate right to the top to the that <laughs> middle kind of belly on there and it's a nice perfect two finger handle for me it's the handle is phenomenal is there a foot on it or is it just a flat bottom it's a pretty flat bottom it is pushed in a little bit a little bit yeah, and then she signed it. It says, I want to say she just scribbled with like a pencil. It says Amelia. Yeah. So. How much do you think it can hold? Probably like 12 ounces? I'd say it probably ounces? holds 14. 14? Yeah. That's beautiful. What's yeah, your favorite nice. feature? What's your favorite feature about the cup? The glaze. I like the celadon and the purple because I don't really have any other glaze that's like purple. And I love matte glazes, so like it being purple, they contrast the green as well as the matte texture of it, just makes it really nice. Yeah. So that's what, and it was also like, I think this was one of the first mugs that I actually purchased that was like from a professional. Yeah. <laughs> that I like went through their selection and like picked out a mug and mm-hmm. like bought it at a decent price. Like, th- I mean, this mug probably cost me like. 45 bucks or something when i first right. bought it or 40 bucks so it was like it was like a big purchase for me buying a mug for 40 dollars when i did so this was the first of probably five mugs of hers that i have oh wow you have five of them not this exact mug but five but from dip, her five that's crazy that's a lot her. yeah so that's my first one did you talk is there anything is there anything you like or don't like about it? Um 
I, okay, so I, let me see the handle top. No, the top, the top, the ribs. Okay, so that's the one thing I, I that's love that. That's the glaze, though. Yeah, I love that. And the top it's actually of the handle, really smooth. Oh, really? Okay, cool. So That's the top not of the, texture from, that's the glaze. Okay, so the top of the handle has, um, it's almost like stripes of glaze down it. <laughs> So close. <laughs> He's like, you're like a fucking cat. Like, look at me. <laughs> it does look like stripes, though. It does look like stripes. And it's really pretty. And um, I am not as much a fan of green and purple together. Those greens and purples together. But I can see why you'd like it a lot. It's not doing as justice on the camera, too. The light's right. not the best. But maybe you'll see it in person. But... Yeah. Yeah, but no, I do really like it a lot. I the can only, tell why that's... Yeah, the only... What's the one thing you don't like about it? Let's talk about that. The one thing I don't like is the white inside. Because over time, I have used it, and with tea, it does stain it a little bit. Not that you can't get the stain out, because you just do the baking soda and hot water kind of thing. That's probably the one thing that I don't like as much about it. Because it's just a clear glaze mm -hmm. inside. Yeah. I feel also, like it would look nicer if it was just the green celadon inside. Mm, the green celadon would be good, but I, I would imagine that she didn't do the green celadon on the inside because green celadon has a tendency to crackle. So. Ooh. Yeah, it did run a little bit on the inside lip, but I don't see any crazing or anything, so. Yeah. Um, also, for people who don't know, because you mentioned this, and I thought we should maybe say it, um, if you have staining in your teacups, you can get the stains out with just some hot water and some baking soda. Works real well. Mm-hmm. Okie doke. I mean, maybe the signature could be a little bit cleaner instead of just writing it mm. with, like, a dull pencil. But. Minor that's, details. That's very picky. That's if like had to being pick as picky as you could be. If I had to pick anything, it would be the yeah. the white inside and the pencil bottom. All right. Okay. What you got? Okay, so I have this Andrew Linderman cup that I got like uh, a couple months ago. And it's a wood-fired cup. Is it considered and a tea bowl? No, it's a cup. It's a cup? I thought that it's was a tiny. Tea bowl. I thought that was considered a tea bowl. It's tiny though. It's What's like... a tea bowl have to do with the tiny? I thought the the proportions of it and the form mean it's. I thought that made it a tea bowl. Should I text Andrew and ask it him? It looks kind of like a chawan to me, which a is what? where it's like shorter and stouter. Okay, well it's about eight eight ounces. Okay. I can it's I can put maybe like one. A zipper. I can put one can of Bev in here and it fills it right to the brim. Nice. Okay, so um, it's wood fired. It's faceted. It's got one, two, three, four, five, six facets on it. And they um, angle up the cup. And what I love about it is that it, um, it, there's the bottom. Uh, so it, every single facet has like a different picture on it, essentially. And it, Ooh, yeah. it's got just so much variety within the cup. And then the inside, a lot of the wood, ash, some of the wood ash like got right on the rim and went down. 
and the rest of it's just like white and then um the bottom he does this weird cool little um to make the foot he carves six little triangles out to match the facets which is really fucking cool and then he puts his little stamp on there um it's half glaze so like it's half shiny and half matte um there's a little shino and i believe that he fired it sideways oh that's why it's so glossy on the foot like yeah that. so it's glossy you, on you the can't foot. see the the wad mark on the bottom yeah the it's wad's glossy on the, on the foot because the wad mark is on the side um single wad. yeah and it's got a nice chino glaze on there it's orange on one side it flashes orange and white on one side and then it goes to gray and then it goes to like a dark wood ash wait um, is it a chino glaze or is that just raw well, maybe it's just i thought that this is a chino I think that this is I, like a dark I think that's chino. just the glass. I don't know. I mean, looking at the... Because how did, how does it look like that, like raw clay, where the next to the wad, how would he glaze the whole thing and then put a wad over the glazed part? I think that's just... No, he put like, the wad here and then it was glazed right here. He put the wad here. I know, but Put you're saying sideways. he painted glazes on all the sides except for the the wide sides? I don't know. I feel like I need to call him. What's the inside look like? Does it have glaze on the inside? Yeah, it's glazed. That's probably a Shino in there. Yeah. But the sh that glaze scoots over the rim and down the side. Well, the, I still think it's glazed. I don't know. Maybe and it's a like, flashing slip. I think it's glazed, and then he like wipes it off. Where the wad was. I don't know. I think it's raw except for the inside, personally. But I don't. Have you wood fired a lot? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask. There's him. A, I do like the yeah. picture, the picture aspect of it. I didn't really think about that, but the facets are a great way to catch the glaze and catch the yeah. Ash like every facet has a different. Oh, um, his Instagram is Andrew Linderman Pottery. And, um, anyway, it's about eight ounces. And what I, what I love about it is that it's oval. <laughs> it's like, um, the, it's not, yeah. it's not circular because it was on its side. So it slumped a little bit and I, I love it. It fits yeah. my hand perfectly like that. It would be too big if it was the other way. So, um, it fits it perfectly and it's just so beautiful and so like organic and so, interesting and so little and i like little things mm -hmm. little cups so he's improved tenfold since uh i met him for the first time mm -hmm. what what would you not if you had to pick anything about it that you didn't like what would you pick oh um in the foot in the footing area it's a little harsh they're like the angles like where he cut out the um he cut out this like little star pattern for the to match the um I, I lost the word to match the facets to match the facets and where he cut out i wish that he would have maybe ran that over with a sponge a little bit more yeah just at the corners of those yeah just at the corners how is it with the because it's actually got the wood ash and stuff on there so yeah, yeah it kind of sharpened fast. it a little bit it didn't really soften yeah. it 
And I don't know if you could do that with just the sandpaper afterwards or, or not. I mean, I love it regardless, so it doesn't matter. But um, it's super soft on the bottom, but that would be my only yeah. complaint, I think. Yeah, it does get tough with the wood-fired stuff to, like, sand it but not over-sand it once you get it out because they're kind of crusty and, like, there's a lot of refinement you have to do once they're out of the kiln and ready to go. There's a lot of cleanup work with those kind of cups and pots yeah yeah i just love how organic this cup is just fucking everything and i remember i saw it online and i was like fuck i already have andrew linderman stuff yeah. like but i have I one of his wood fired two or three of them yeah i have one of his wood fired plates and it's the shit and it <laughs> and i was like okay well i guess and then he sent me when he sent me this he actually sent me a housewarming gift and it's a utensil holder that has ears. It's blue. Uh, <laughs> it's blue and it, and it has two like half domes on it and I love it. How is the foot of the plate done? So he does the feet of the cups with that kind of faceted star It's a regular pattern. foot. It's a regular foot. See, I yeah. wonder what those cups would look like with a regular foot. That's the only thing that I'm indifferent about with that cup that you just showed was the foot mm. like you said that the star pattern i wonder if it was not flat if it had a, a little like a foot foot a foot yeah yeah i don't know i feel like if it had a foot foot it would feel so normal or maybe if it had a foot and then he faceted that foot on the outside oh part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay 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 maybe i don't know because the facets are kind of curved but i wonder what if you'd he, have to leave if, it nice and thick though what if you like cut it out as a facet like going out as a triangle mm -hmm. which are a lot of t-bowls are kind of like that where they kind of yeah. organically cut like, cut it cut it away yeah i don't know if he was looking for a t-bowl i think it was called a sipper a sipper yeah a sipper i just think of the proportions kind of remind me of a t-bowl with that like yeah. cut back at the at the waistline kind of yeah. reminds me of a t-bowl I tried to facet at ClayCon West last year. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it In was a disaster. It was a disaster. I was terrible. Okay, what's your next one? Uh, this is fun. <laughs> All right. My next one. <laughs> I hope one, you guys are having as fun as we are. My next one is this large mug from Tara Underwood. Okay. Tara or Tara um, we got this in Asheville, North Carolina when we visited there in 2020, I believe. Mm hmm And it's a really big mug. The main reason I like it, it's a, um, it looks like it's like a red, let's see, the clay. I want to say the clay is like a red stoneware. It's like a little bit of grit, a little bit of grog in there, maybe. Like an Oregon red, yeah. Like white grog. Um. So yeah, it is, it's got like a, I think this is all, this might also be considered like a corset at the top. The, yeah, you're really digging those corsets. Yeah, with the wider and then it goes in and then it comes back out and then it has this a This one's sharp, like a fat lady corset, whereas it has, the other one's like a skinny lady corset. Yeah, this has a sharp, a sharp cut back to the base. Um and it is black on the bottom edge, and then when it hits that apex point and goes back to the top, it's like a terracigelata matte white. Yeah. Kind of like a whitewashed fence. 
Um, Very rustic looking. And then you can kind of see some of that red coming through there. But there's also like fingerprints, like it was thrown, and then there was like fingerprints pushed into the outside. Maybe, I mean, maybe the Terrace Gelada was applied with fingerprints, or maybe the Terrace Gelada was painted on and then fingerprinted. Who did you say this was? Tara Underwood. Tara Underwood. T-A-R-A. Okay. And then I think the main thing that, like, drew me to it, besides the contrasting, like, white and black, is the handle. Because it's, like, a super interesting handle. I think you saw this before, right? Yeah, it is a super interesting handle. It reminds me of bamboo. Yeah. A little bit. It's, I don't, I think it is hand-built. And then it's got this, like, hollow kind of bulb on the inside part of the handle. For, like, an ergonomic So you can kind of, like, fit your two fingers on the top and bottom of the bulge. And then the the bulge is kind of, like, right in the middle of your two fingers. So, it, I mean, it is a little bit awkward, sort of. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's like, just so interesting with this, like, extra kind of ball on the inside here. It looks like a little pimple. Yeah. And then the inside <laughs> is black. I believe it's just an Amico black glaze, maybe. Yeah. Because it kind of reminds me of, like, Cosmic Tita, sort of. Which is one of the black... Or maybe it's, just a, maybe it's just a glossy black glaze. But it's really nice. And then the lip is actually unglazed. Where there's still a little bit of, like, sheen from the Terrace Gelato. But yeah, it's got that matte and then the glossy and then the contrasting colors, so. I like it. Yeah, the one the one negative I would say is just the handle's a little bit awkward, but it's it's a good two finger handle. I bet my hand would fit in it better and than yours. And it's like but but if it was and then the size is just like really large. Like this probably holds sixteen ounces. Yeah. Or yeah, more. It's big. Um so it gets a little, like if the handle was more comfortable, it would get a little bit weird with it being like full. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really nice though. Yeah. So that's that nice. mug. Yeah. That one's, I like that one. We it's very simple. Out. It's a very simple mug. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, elegant, like simple is, is understated, I feel. Yeah, and I think she had some other ones that were just, like, this white all the way over. And maybe there was, you know, there wasn't the black contrasting it as much. But I like the the black contrast. The handle is black, too. So it contrasts the white side with the, the black handle and then the black bottom edge. So, yeah. So that's the Terra Under One Wood. We got that at a... Ooh, I'm trying to remember. It's on the, it's at one of the like studios there in Asheville. That's a small studio that has like six makers in it. I want to say it's in that art district. Uh, I'll find it. It's in the River Arts District. It's not Odyssey Center. We also got another one from Benyo Pottery there too. Clay Space Co-op. Clay Space Co-op. That's where I got it from. Which is in the River Arts District of Asheville. Not too far from Odyssey Clayworks. 
Nice. Which also had good stuff. I got something there, too. Nice. Go to Asheville if you like the pottery. I've never been there, but someday I'll go. It's nice in the mountains and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my turn. Is there anything you didn't like about that one? Mm, I, no. I mean, yeah, maybe the handle could be a, to- a bit taller. Like, a little taller, bit more space. Like span for, yeah, for from the fingers. top to the yeah. bottom? Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to fit three fingers in it then, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, that's cool. I'm a fan. Okie doke. My next one is Amy's. From? You're trying to say it right. Pine? Pine Zen Pottery. I always say it wrong. You always, always say Penzen or something like that. Yeah. Pine Zen Pottery. Okay, so this is Amy Brumond. And um, I bought this at a... Oh, it was a Indiegogo um, auction thing. Oh, what was she uh, raising money for? I believe it was like for um, Kiln or no, no, no. It was for uh, Michael. Oh, it was a fundraiser for somebody else that she donated for. Yeah. Okay. So okay, so this mug is hand built, and it is rainbow. Yes. So obvi- obviously, very strategic rainbow. A very strategic rainbow. Okay, so it's handbill. It's got a, um, it's a red, a, like a lighter red clay. It looks like kind of like an earthenware, but it is cone five. And red. Um, nice. the bottom, it's a, a wide base, and then it kind of curves up like a, kind of like a waist, but not like a hard curve. It's a very soft curve. It's like a very upright volcano, like the yeah, subtlest yeah, yeah. volcano. It's like an, yeah, it's like an upright volcano. And then the rainbow goes around diagonally. So there's little tiny square stamps that have little angles in them. And they're all the way around the mug. And um, they, the yellow goes at a diagonal all the way down the mug. And then it mm-hmm. goes to green and then blue and then purple and then red. And then yeah, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Um, indigo, purple. So is each color on there twice all the way around? Trice. Three times, okay. Actually, nice. one, two, three, four, five. Okay, five? the red is on there five times, but it's wow. only like three on the on the okay. other sides. So, um, first of all, I feel like hand-built mugs are like supremely underrated. Um, They're usually so thin and light. I know. Okay, so this mug is like so light. Like legit, legit. I didn't use mugs until I got this mug. Like, really? really? Do you mean, yeah. like, you drank stuff out of cups without handles? Is that what you consider a mug? No, I just feel like it's made me start drinking tea more. Oh, okay. Out of and a handmade mug or so, just a mug. Yeah, okay, you? so then it gets to the top. It's, it's hand-built from a slab, and then it has a line under the handle where it's joined. You can yep. see where it's joined. Um, it's a nice joint. And then the handle itself is raw clay. And it's phenomenal. Like, is it? This does is, it seem like it's like sanded or? It's so smooth. It's okay. like so smooth. And then the inside is a green. And then what I also love is like right at the handle, 
there's a the joint right there. Mm -hmm. It comes up a little bit, and it makes a little point. Um, so the inside is a green glaze. Nice, like... Is that like an emerald green? Yeah, it's like a tree green. Is there some variation in it, or is it just a... A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like some... I can't tell on the camera. Yeah, and it, like where variation. it pools, it gets a little darker. Mm -hmm. um, the inside, the bottom, the bottom pumps in a little bit. It's so freaking soft. It's like super smooth. Mm -hmm. And she has her nice little stamp. PZP. I like that stamp. Yeah, it's a cool Plus stamp. Plus it's got so. some color in there too. Yeah, and she put some black in there. Or the green or whatever. And um, yeah, it's just a really light cup. It's very thin on the rim. Which makes it feel like you're drinking out of glass instead of pottery. It's just, you can How much tell does it hold? she... Oh, I would say probably 14 to 16. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, you can tell that she really cares about it. I, I fucking love this cup so much. How do you so think the much. handle was built? Is it a hand built or was it like pulled, do you think? I think it was hand built. No, I think it's pulled. No. Yeah. I don't it's know. Got a, it's, got a, it's got a nice like small attachment at the top. I think it's pulled and then cut and then attached. Yeah. I'll have to ask her. Yeah, but it's, it's nice. So it, good. Is it thinner at the top of the handle? Yes. And then it's thicker at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but it's just so nice to hold and it's, uh, nice. it's fabulous. It's just fabulous. Is there anything you don't like about that mug? If you had to be picky. Charles. Third host. What's Third your host. Piece? Anything I don't like about the mug? No. Uh, I'm I'm not like a huge fan of green, so I would probably choose white or black to be on the inside. Ooh, That's you know what I was thinking when you were showing me the inside. I was like, I wonder what that would look like if it was just white, like a yeah, not like bright white, but like an off white or like a yeah, like a yellow like white, semi matte white or something or oh yeah yeah. I wouldn't mind yellow, but also, like, yeah, I think Not that I would probably, shiny, I'd probably go with, like, a white or a black on the inside, as opposed to a green. Mm -hmm. But that's just, like, a personal preference, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, some of hers have, like, blues on the inside, or... Yeah. I think it's usually one solid color. It's not a lot of, like, two different glazes or anything like that. Mm. And she just bought one of my cups today. Yeah. I'm excited for her to get it. Yeah, maybe we'll chat with her at some point. God, I hope so. All right. Yeah, we can talk about carpal tunnel with her. My third cup. <gasps> <laughs> Ew, <laughs> that's... Slam into frame. This is actually picky. a hand-built cup as well. <gasps> Ooh, exciting. So Tell us about it. This was made by Pinto Pottery in Jamaica. Oh, so Pinto. this is more of a sentimental cup, but also I really like it. Um, so we got this at the airport when we were leaving our honeymoon to come back home. They had a little pottery... Well, they had a shop that was selling goods and they had some pottery in there. You froze for a second. You froze okay. for a second. You're back. You're back. Okay. He so, does have an Instagram. It's Pinto Pottery. Yes. 
Um, I believe his first name is David, maybe? David Pinto? Uh, David Pinto, yes. Yeah. So he was not there. It was just like an airport shop. But they had some gifts and whatnot. And I think they just had a few pieces of pottery and he had his work there. There might have been one other potter's work in there. But it's, you know, it was one of those like memories of right after we got married kind of thing. So it is hand built as well. It is a speckled clay, kind of like a, I don't know. It's like a, what do you call that? It's like the, like a light speck and a dark speck kind of together. That's a stoneware. That's just a stoneware. (laughs) It's just a stoneware. Okay. (laughs) It's just like a rough stoneware. (laughs) Okay. It's just because it was gas fired that it looks a little bit fancier. Um, So yeah. And then it's got a peach chino on the outside. So it's kind of got those like light white tones and then the peach Mm. tones like a peach to red chino i just love chinos so you know i'm a sucker for that and then it's got this like wood ash kind of sprayed on the one side of it yeah gas fired and it's got these uh it's so it's slab built and then it was like like, there's probably something rolled over it, so it's got these, like, line marks that are pushed outward in, like, three lines on the outside that go all the way around, and then there's little, like, dimples mm-hmm. that come out and kind of catch the texture a little bit. And then it was joined right there where the handle is, and the handle's a nice, like, two-finger handle that was yeah. probably pulled. It, like, goes attached on the inside, and then it goes up and then down instead of like out and then down so i kind of like that it's a good two finger handle i'm definitely a two finger fan clearly my my favorite uh mug handle and then the inside's just kind of a lot of the same the peach to red chino it's a lot more white on the inside but yeah the chino is just really nice it kind of reminds me of like a dryer hose oh yeah where it's It's like crinkled yeah i can see that like the yeah kind of the side of it yeah where it's got those like metal rings on the inside yeah yeah i can see that that is what it reminds me of and then i can see his like finger marks where he was holding the glaze which actually i do that with mine that might have influenced me a little bit of showing that but yeah he's got the finger marks where he gripped it and then dipped it in the glaze so yeah that's that mug it's beautiful. The only thing I don't like, I guess, is the bottom. I can't really read his stamp that well. Mm. But it is, like, pushed in a little bit. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Is but it smooth? It's fairly smooth. I mean, it was a slab attached to the bottom, so it's not, yeah. like, the smoothest. But it, it's it's good enough. I don't know. Amy's is a slab attached to the bottom, and it's the smoothest. Oh, yeah. I mean... Hers, hers is a cleaner clay. Like it looks like it was probably, yeah. and this is gas fired. So he, but he didn't put like a sand sanding disc or anything on this. Probably before sanding discs got popular. Yeah, this was bought in 2015. Yeah, I love so. that you guys like. I think that it's funny that both of us chose our last ones from mostly memories. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you chose that one because that was right after you got married. And I chose this one because I love the story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that, yeah, I mean, you're... I also like the hand-built nature of it. But, yeah, it's it's a sentimental thing, for sure. And I think I mentioned that that's my favorite, like, piece that I have. Yeah. For those reasons, so. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Mine is, uh, this is the, t- the original TPG. The original the, TPG. <laughs> the original tiny perfect garbage mug. <laughs> and it's eight ounces to the T. Eight ounces to the T. Um, it is made by Victoria Troon, who is, her Instagram is tried and Troon. And I don't know if she's really doing much more pottery because she's she's she she's, is a new mother. She's is she prego still or did she have a kid? Did she? She have is a officially a mother. <gasps> really? Yeah, I, I think she's it. been. I think, I think she's already been born for like three months or a month or something. Oh yeah, because she's At like was totally absent and yeah okay. Um. She goes, hey, it's me. I've been off of Instagram for about three months and, quite frankly, forgot to come back and give a life update (laughs) while she's holding a child. (laughs) Anyway, um, yes, she is with child now. Um, And so about two years ago, she had a second. With child when they're pregnant. I don't think you say with child. She has a child with her in the picture. Okay. You know. She has a child. <laughs> Anyways. Hi, Victoria. <laughs> anyway, so uh, this is my favorite, and there's multiple reasons. Okay, she had a second sale two years ago, and I saw this cup, and I was like, that's mine. That is mine. The reason it's a second is because on the bottom, she glazed the inside like a little rim of her foot, and it's stuck mm-hmm. to the kiln. So she sanded it down, and you can't even... It just looks weird. Um, it's Was a it small, thin? So it sagged a little bit, or...? No, I don't think it's that thin. I don't think it's that thin. It's just... It, she just shouldn't have glazed the inside of that. That's why I'm always iffy to glaze the insides of, like, bowls yeah. and stuff like that. I don't glaze the insides. So, okay, so it's eight ounces. It's got texture... All the way around the cup, um, on the bottom two thirds of the cup. So, um, that texture. Yeah, she cut out two notches down. Um, the the top row is short notches, and the bottom row is long notches. Uh, and then the top is smooth, and the glaze goes from a brown to a white to a blue, and it's beautiful. Absolutely yeah, beautiful. Nice. It's absolutely beautiful. And the inside is, it's that same kind of like glaze combo. The blue is on the inside. You can tell that she like dipped it in the brown and the white. Um, and it runs down the edges a little bit. So it's probably entirely dipped in blue. And then she dipped yeah. the top inch in, the in that white, second color. Brown. Yeah. I don't know if it has two colors or three colors on it. But they're very runny, very beautiful. Uh, the handle's nice. The handle is what really sold this. The handle looks perfect the handle is so fucking comfortable it is so fucking comfortable it's like for my fingers i don't know if it would fit your fingers but for my fingers it is so fucking comfortable 
it goes up at a, a sharp curve and then comes down flat and then scoots in so it looks like a yeah if it didn't if it didn't keep going outward there before it jumps back that would be too small put your yeah. fingers in there like i think that would fit i think that would fit my two fingers okay it might and then i feel like the balance is really nice too right yeah it's great so um it's the most comfortable handle i have ever held uh it's tiny and it's perfect uh like I said, it's eight ounces, so I, I love, like, drinking tea out of it because then you have to, like, refill it. Um, it makes you feel accomplished. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, okay, so the story behind it, I've said it a few times, but the story behind it is when I told her that I wanted it, she goes, it's garbage. And I was like, it's not garbage, Victoria. And so then I got it in the mail and... <laughs> on a card she sent me the cup and then she put a card on the top and all the card said was garbage and i was like it's not garbage and so then i posted a picture on instagram and marisa brought in peppermint tea that night and we had peppermint tea and i had it in my new victoria troon cup and i posted it and i said it's tiny perfect garbage and thus the tpg mug was born Nice. And that's the Does story. it have something stamped on the bottom? Oh, yeah. It's got her a name stamped on the bottom. Tried and true. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I saw so I something guess, stamped. I didn't know if that was a saying or something. Yeah. Okay. So that's so I guess the, branding. The thing that I would say that I don't like about it, I guess, is the glaze defect on the bottom. But that's exactly why I got it. So, I mean, I literally can't tell you a single thing I hate about this cup. Yeah. And it's you magic. probably paid the least compared to the other cups that you had. I think I paid like $10 for it. Really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it's like magic. that would be a great, great little mug. Yeah, I tried to copy it. Like, not with the glazes. I tried to copy that handle. Can't do it. Can't fucking do it. Do you know how she makes the handle? Is it pulled off the mug or is it pulled separately, cut, and then attached? I think it's pulled separately and then attached. It's very similar to a Melissa, um, Maya. those handle, yeah, that Melissa makes. Yeah. Are you talking about the shape of it? Yeah, the shape of like Melissa goes, Maya Pottery. It goes, like, slightly up and then has, like, kind of comes straight down, straight down and then comes and in. And it goes in. Yeah. yeah, it's very similar to that. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I seriously... It, if it ever breaks, I'm going to fucking cry. Let's just say that. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, uh, what do you typically look for when you're getting, like, a mug or a pot? Like, what what are the must-haves? Oh, that's a good question. Do you know the answer to that? Mine is two-finger, three-finger handle. Unless the the overall, like, design of it is just so overwhelmingly like perfect or beautiful or something that i don't have i'll go for mm -hmm. a one finger handle or a really gigantic handle but i'm in that two finger three finger range like if you're gonna get me get me in the two finger three finger range handle yeah that's a must have for me i feel like to it... start oh, charles um i feel <laughs> want some air time 
I know, seriously. I feel like um, I don't buy mugs anymore. Really. When you did buy mugs, if you were buying a mug and it had to knock you off your feet, what would it have to have? A good handle. It has to have a good handle. It doesn't have to be two finger, one finger, four finger, or whatever, but it has to have a good handle. Mm -hmm. Like, it has to look comfortable at least and be thin. It, I can't handle, I can't, I can't handle, I can't stand the, the wide, if it's wide, I will not buy a mug with a wide handle. It's got to be you thinner. say wide, are you talking about? I'm talking about with. Side to side? Side to side, not Like to wrap depth. your fingers around it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's got to be a skinnier, less than an inch, probably like three quarters of an inch. Um, and I mean, it's got to be like a good, you know, it has to have good design too. But Do you typically go for things that have like exterior design to them versus getting something for a beautiful just glaze? Yeah, like now I do. It's it, it's either got to be like wood fired, like atmospherically fired, or have a really nice design. Yeah. Yeah. And I also don't buy cups and mugs very much anymore either. I I'm actually pretty much done buying pottery. I know that sounds terrible, but um like my cabinets are full. I have no more space. I have no more space. Are you getting rid of old pottery that you might have got at a point in your life and you're like, you know what, I can, it's time to just let that go. I did get rid of a few of them, yeah. Um, Is yeah. it some of your old work that you've kept around that are were seconds that you used that you got rid of or was it like other people's that you kind of like, okay, I'm kind of, I bought that at a time because it was cheap and it was like a discounted piece and then you're like i got my use out of it but now that i have all these yeah. other ones like it just doesn't hold up yeah i feel like well i mean you don't probably don't get rid of anything right because you have those racks i mean um, the racks are full at this point so i'm yeah. kind of getting to that point that's how i'm making my decisions of i probably do need to like donate some pieces of like you know what i probably did buy that on a buy it now table for five bucks what it you know, it was a steal and it was a good quality piece, but in relation to the other things that I have, there's sometimes things just don't set themselves apart enough because I have no connection with the maker. If I just yeah. buy them at a show and I don't interact with the maker, they don't rate as high on my list. Yeah, for sure. Even yeah, if it's a yeah. beautiful piece, if I can't talk to the maker and I just buy it, like, yeah. It's yeah, I would say that, like, almost every piece of pottery that I have has a story, you know? Like, it wasn't purchased because it was beautiful. It was purchased because I know the person and it was beautiful, you know? Yeah. Um, And, like, I purchase a lot of plates and bowls and cups and stuff. Like, I don't have any dishware that is the same. Well, neither do you. Um, we both have very eclectic dishware yeah i mean we I have some like. we have some everyday kind of utility plastic stuff that are you know rachel has some that are like pioneer woman design plates that are plastic but they're yeah. durable that i'll use on a you know daily basis or semi-daily basis because i'm just 
some of those things get clunky when you're trying to like we have stacks of like 12 bowl 12 ceramic bowls and they yeah. certain ones fit nicely inside each other and then if you want to get one of them you've got to take that whole stack of six out and like pick the one you want and like reconfigure and put them back in so it is a little bit of a hurdle for some of the things like that yeah to use them regularly but i still use the handmade stuff quite a bit especially bowls i use a lot of handmade bowls like on a daily basis yeah yeah i have i have like probably this yeah i don't have i have one two plates that i personally made but one of them wasn't painted by me and um one bowl that i made that's like perfect um <laughs> and but i don't have any is it seconds. like a pasta bowl it's like a mini pasta bowl mini pasta bowl it's like the perfect was size. it a sample like you didn't make enough production of it that it was i don't even know it's just like a white bowl like a shallow pasta mini shallow pasta bowl and it's like the perfect size and the perfect everything and i it's beautiful what do you eat out of it pasta pasta okay <laughs> it's just like a smaller Is it like size a, you know it's like a serving controlled size yeah. yeah and like yeah and then i have some hammerly pieces but i know hammerly i talk to kurt all the time and then i have um like trevor Clayworks. Uh, i have um i have you know i have isaac shoes bowls and yeah i like everything that i have isn't because it's I mean, they are beautiful, but it's because I know them. And I, I, every, every time I go grocery shopping, I walk by the paper plates, and I'm like, oh, that would make my life so much easier. <laughs> if, I, if I just ate on paper plates. <laughs> and then I'm like, Becca, stop. You have all these beautiful dishware. And, like, I have uh, three plates that I just recently got in California from Adawal, um you got three plates from April Adwell, yeah. Actually, I got wow. four. I got three yeah. small ones and then one larger, like, bowl plate because I love her, like, bowl plates that she makes. But I really needed just, like, tiny plates. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're hard to c configure because they do all stack very specifically. So I completely understand that. Yeah, and I mean you you probably dishwash them, right? You don't yeah. you're not hand washing those, yeah. No, fuck that. Yeah, I mean certain ones do fit in the dishwasher a certain way, so I'll pick and choose which bowls I use. Usually it's based on like I have two or three specific ones that are handmade that I'll use for like salad because they fit the mm -hmm. right amount of salad, and then um. The other bowls, I'll use a lot of small bowls for, like, cutting up a piece of fruit, and I'll put fruit in that bowl because I don't like it on my plate and getting juices all over the plate because I reuse the plate. So, yeah, um, yeah, I would say the forms that I typically get now, I still get, I still get mugs every now and then, but it's most likely going to be, like, a cup or a tea bowl or something, and now yeah. I'm starting to look for if it's tall enough if it could be used for, like, a tiki mug, mm. then we'll use it for that because we do use some. Like, we drink, you know, tiki drinks, like, once a week yeah. probably. 
and it's fun to like throw different ones in there and you know they hold more than just you know 10 ounces it holds like 14 ounces or 16 ounces or whatever and it's vertical so it looks nicer and you can get some use out of it besides just your tea or coffee or whatever so yeah my uh my stipulation is that i have to be able to use it it has to be of use um so like that means no more cups no more mugs or very few you know because I literally have enough that fit in the cabinet. And then I have a bunch that are on top of, like, a, a thing. Those are my cups that I'll probably never look at again. <laughs> and, um, but, yeah, it, I have to be able to use it. And whatever that means. Like, it could, it could mean, like, it holds Q-tips in my bathroom. That's fine. You know? Yeah. But it has to be of use somewhere. Yeah. Do you have, like, a travel tumbler or anything like that that's ceramic? You don't drink a lot of no. hot liquids, so I guess a travel tumbler is not really of use to you. No, and plus I have this badass hydro flask water bottle that's watermelon colored. Yeah. Do you put other stuff besides water in there, though? No. Yeah. I mean, I'm like a travel with water kind of person, but the, I, the one thing I could use... Like, I could use a travel tumbler, but I worry about the spillage factor and like breakage kind of so i just use lids like, yeah i mean you just have those silicone lids or whatever they go yeah. on but those are kind of iffy sometimes but um i don't know like i take them to art usually the only times i use those is going to art shows yeah but i just use plastic ones like we have two or three plastic ones that i use like i use a tervis like baker hunt one that's got baker yeah. hunt that i got from them and i like that one and then the only other thing that I've been, like, scouting out that I have to find the perfect one is a teapot because I use a teapot on a daily basis. That's yes, what you I do. Drink my, I drink my tea out of. It holds, like, I want to say it holds 16 ounces. Some of the teapots I've been eyeballing don't hold 16 ounces, so... Oh, my God. Andrew Linderman made this badass teapot a while ago, and Rebecca has it in her apartment. And it also has to fit under the Keurig. That's true. So it's got to fit under the Keurig, so that means it can't really have, like, a handle that, like, arches over. Because I'm not going to put it in something and then pour it into the teapot because it doesn't fit under the Keurig. So it has to almost have a handle on the side that's not obtrusive of the Keurig. What about Tris Studios? Are those too small? Those are badass. I don't like those as much. It has to have I'm a like, handle. Those are so they cool. They don't. They don't have a handle. That's true. They don't have a handle. There. I mean, they're they're an odd. Trist Studios has. Um, it's like a teapot with teacup. Combo. Yeah, I don't so, know what the style of that is, but it's more yeah. like a. It's kind of like a bowl, and then it's yeah. got a little spout on it. And it's small. It's probably like twelve ounces. The one I've been eyeballing is. Um, I want to say it's Ben Hill Pottery. You probably know what I'm talking about. Hmm. His name's Will. Ben Hill? He does a lot of atmospheric stuff. I don't think he's going to listen to this, but... Oh, maybe it's not Ben Hill. Derek Ben Hill? No. Hold on, sorry. <sighs> Bell Hill, sorry. Bell Hill. Bell. Hill. Oh, okay. 
Do you see it? Oh, yeah. He's in Connecticut. Oh, that's cool. Those are pretty. The only negative, which I've asked him a couple times, they're too small. They hold like six ounces. And I'm like, that has no fucking use for me. <laughs> but that has to do with the reason they're made is for the historic purposes of the ceremony. And it's not about quantity. You're not drinking tea out of that. Yeah. For every day. So... You know, if it's like an atmosphere teapot or a really cool design, there's another artist I was talking to that I might look up something. Um, but yeah, if I find a good teapot, that's my next like big purchase that I would be willing to get. Uh, because I would use it on a daily basis. That would that would be perfect. So, have you just done an Etsy search for teapots? No, I don't want to do that. I'm gonna do it. No, I got. If I'm gonna pay, I want to pay one time for a teapot, and I'm willing to fork out some money for that. Like I'll pay 150 bucks or whatever for a teapot, but it's gotta be from somebody that I have a connection with. That's not just some rando off Etsy. I don't need it that bad. I know, but it might give some ideas of what you're looking for. There's no. some pretty bomb ass cool teapots on. I wonder if Rebecca knows anybody that makes cool teapots. I bet you she does. She knows everybody. So, there's some very specific things that I'm looking for. But I don't want to be that person that's like, I really like your teapots. Can you make me one that holds 16 ounces and blah, 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 and is this? And it goes against the reasons they make what they make. So, I'm not going to do that. I'll make you a teapot. You'll make me a teapot? All right. I mean, I could make my own teapot, but I'm not as good with the spouts and stuff, so... Yeah. So that's my next big thing. Um, but I'm I'm into I am getting more into like buying hand built stuff too sometimes. Do you ever buy anything that is clay that's decorative that you just like wall hangings or wall installation pieces or anything oh like that? Oh my god. Okay. Oh also I feel like I need a I need to like redeem myself from the shitty cup talk last week i just want to say that the the lady that made those cups they're fucking phenomenal like they aren't shitty i hope you understand that when i say shitty i mean that in the highest regard possible um it's like <laughs> um you need a different acronym or a different i know but it like but well i didn't tell my story i didn't tell my story why it's a shitty cup right because, see, in, I have a friend that's a hair, he's a hairstylist. What if you called it a basic cup or a simple cup? No, basic cup is too basic. These are phenomenal. So, a sh- okay, so shitty cup literally comes from my friend is a hairstylist and he used to cut hair. Like when he'd come to a friend's house, he would cut hair in the kitchen and we called those shitty cuts. And they're like the best haircuts that you have because they're free, they're fun, there's alcohol involved, and they usually turn out great. And that's a shitty cut, right? Because it's just like with literally... It's good for what you expected, or like it's better than you expected, or... Yeah, and it's like with like just kitchen scissors. And, um, <laughs> and, that's, and that's the context of a shitty cup. Okay? That's the context. Is it, is it like a pleasantly surprised? Is that a good... 
Yeah, it's like it's just like a no effort, beautiful item. Yeah. There's no effort and it's beautiful. Anyway, okay. So speaking of that, while I was getting two cups, I also saw this thing that was hanging up and it's <laughs> it's a cup that she smushed and put a face on. And now I have it hanging next to my door. And it's so, pretty cool. So how is it hanging? It's just It's, it's got, got a got hole like... in the back. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. a small... But no Oh my god, you have those like beautiful plates that are hanging on your walls. Um, I don't have any decorative pottery. I'm not a I'm not a decorative pottery sort. I do have one piece that I don't really have a use for, but I'm putting change in it right now. But um, that's a, a Danny Meisiger canister. But mm-hmm. I don't know what to put into it other than change. But you Are have you those, the plates on that plate wall, like the matte colored ones. Matte color. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was thinking of the ones that were above the kitchen area, not the ones that are yeah. in the living room and stuff. Yeah, those were made by an Indiana potter. They are like sprayed underglaze. They're cool. In different colors, and he like stamped different shapes into them. So it's it's like a really beautiful. I don't know if it's slip textured. Probably slip textured. And then they're like organic lips and stuff, and and then he like stamps like squares and circles onto them, and then he, the way he sprays the glaze, it like breaks off of the texture. Um, yeah. But he actually passed away like four years ago or something like that. But he was local to Louisville, and I got one at a show. Like f- six years ago or something, that was my first one, and it, it was like a nine-inch plate, and then. My mom found a couple at like Goodwill for like 10 bucks and this plate was like double the size. It's probably like 16 inches in diameter and she it's got it for amazing. like 10 bucks and she found two of them. So those paired nicely and then on a separate occasion somebody else found two more at a Goodwill or something like that. So I now have 5 of them. And they're, they're beautiful. Really nice. Yeah. I wish you remembered his name. It's I want to say it's I want to say it's like Jem Kent or something like that. Yeah. We'll never know. Oh, we'll know. Oh, we'll know. <laughs> James Kent. James Kent. Well, Jim would be the same thing, really. James Kent Pottery. think so Mm, that's an english guy okay maybe not strike one well it's not gonna be on etsy though i'm on google (laughs) oh okay i think his last name is kent though maybe it was tim well that's all right. People are probably like, will you hurry the fuck up? Um, do we have anything else to talk about? I don't think so. Cool. Um, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh, oh, we should say thank you to the people that came to the show that um, told us they listened to our podcast. Yes. We had at least two or three people that came by. 
Yeah, the Backyard Pottery, Backyard Kiln. Backyard Kiln, which is Taylor, I believe. Taylor. And then Brian? Brian from Louisville Muggery. He brought me a mug. Yes. Uh, Anybody else? I don't think so. I think there was two for sure that I remember. Those two definitely called out and, you know, said, hey, we listen to the podcast. We appreciate it. Yeah. And I was like, and Becca's over there, too. Go talk to <laughs> Becca. I'm over there with the shitty, te- the shitty table that has a paper sign. <laughs> so, you know what's weird? I get, I don't know if it's because, I don't know why that is, but I've had people come up to me, like, in Louisville. That have said that versus like other like I do shows in Cincinnati all the time. I almost never have people that come up to me and say, "Hey, I listen to your podcast." That's weird. I wonder if it's because a lot of them that are clay people like already kind of know me, maybe. Well, maybe it's got a lot to do with uh, Kentucky Mudworks too. You know, like Kentucky Mudworks is in Louisville. Or maybe they're just K- Kentucky people that follow me because they're in Kentucky mm-hmm. and they. We had. At least one, maybe two people in Berea that said something. Yeah. Yeah, we had one that um, she's moving to Snohomish. That was crazy. Yeah. Back to well, Snohomish. She's like from there. Yeah. Well, Bear was at the Louisville one too, so I guess it's technically three. Oh yeah, three. yeah. Bear, you count. He's a he's a friend though. <laughs> yeah. He brought us very delicious donuts. Yeah, I had a few of those snacked those on them after. Very good. <laughs> or a few bites of some. Yeah. afterwards very very good yeah cool all right well i'll see you in a few days and we'll go on our trip and i'm sure we'll have some good times and get tired of each other by the end of it and then chat for the podcast and have good times so yeah we're gonna interview you and rachel in the car <laughs> yeah yeah okay all right bye bye Yo, yo, higgity, yo. It's Becca here. Hey, just so you know, thank you for listening. And also, we have... What do we have again? A Patreon. We have a Patreon that you should go and... If you want to donate to, you could donate to it. If you don't, that's cool too. But um, just Google Wheel Talk Podcast Patreon. Don't do the other one. Because uh, there is a Wheel Talk on Patreon, but it's not us. So make sure you get the right one. It's and in the show notes. It's in the show notes. And also, um, leave us a review because they're fun to read. Okay, bye. <laughs>